It's May 28th, 2016, and this is Earth Prime Weekly. Talia al Ghul is... She carried Batman's seed, man. I mean, <laughs> wow, actually, she the- didn't carry Batman's seed. She put it in, like, a test tube and, like, was like, I'm not ruining my perfect okay, body. Okay, we're going <laughs> deep in here. Danny's actually going to take the headphones off. So it, it's, it's, it's like, what the fuck? It's in the car. Jesus. <laughs> well, read it before the podcast. Do your homework, dickhead. Understand, Batman vs. Superman was a shit sandwich. We took a bite and we were like, hey... This is a shit sandwich. And they're like, oh, we're sorry. (laughs) Welcome back, fanboys and girls, to another episode of Earth Prime Weekly, the weekly podcast, bringing you all the latest comic book entertainment news. I'm your host for the night, Mike Helpin. And I'm Dan Helpin. And tonight, we've got back with us Andy from the Flash Podcast. How you doing, Andy? How you what doing? up? Yes. Yeah. So we, we finally have we finally have all three of us on the mic together. Yeah, cool. Yes, finally. I mean, you know, finally, there isn't a, <laughs> finally there isn't a movie that didn't get in the way for a certain someone. I'm yeah, not, Danny, not Danny had to go see looks. Batman v Superman a second time. Yeah, and it was a it was a bad choice. Aside from seeing it, being able to see it in IMAX, not 3D, which was awesome. I didn't even know that exists. It, I just assume that it's always IMAX. It's always 3D. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think when like the first release comes out, they just, everything's in 3D because that gets the money. Oh, yeah, know? of course. It's, it's less money for standards. I so. paid $80 to see Star Wars four times. Wow. It's it's Star Wars. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I didn't think that movie was that good. It's pretty good. Yeah, but anyway, good. we're not here to talk about Star Wars. Of course, we've got Andy on today, the Flash King. He knows everything about the Flash. He is yes, like a, I have all the comics. I have every 2,572 <laughs> I, I mean, I have a lot of Flash comics. Don't get me wrong, I do, but yeah. Andy, I'm looking. I need it for the Flash Blitz series, written by Jeff Johns. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh yeah, I totally. All right, know what I'm, you're I'm about. missing like two comics, and they're both like really important and worth a good amount of money. So could you just send me those over if I give you give you the numbers? Sure. Why not? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, if I'm this podcast is paying off for somebody. <laughs> So anyway, guys, as you know, The Flash finished off with a bang of a finale on Tuesday night. It was absolutely fantastic. So that's why we've got Andy here to talk up The Flash with us. Andy, what did you think of the episode? Although I kind of feel like I know your answer. I Look, here's the thing. I try to be, you know, I try to always stay, you know, as professional and critical as, as I can. Because I don't want to be just, you know, the gushing fanboy that loves everything that has on the show. Because right, otherwise, right. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to be a cheerleader. I want to be a professional, you know, and so yep. on. And, that, and that's what I tend to do. I will, I will speak up when I think there's something really just bad with something. And then I will say when something is really, really good. In this right. case, I think the Flash season 2 finale was really, really strong. It was, I mean, look. It's it's just hard overall to top the first season in 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 general like with the finale and you know how they did the first season but this was a really strong second season finale and I feel that I mean when you look at all these four shows you know under the Greg Blanty umbrella I mean you can tell that you know what show is not holding back and it's the Flash the Flash does whatever it wants to do and it and it allows its source material to come to life. And I, and you, in, in this finale, you can really, you can really, really see that. I have that to agree, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's Go some, ahead, there's some great scenes in this finale that are movie worthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, he saved a lot of money for this. 
Yeah, I mean, talk about, like, some of the, you know, obviously the speedster scenes, like, they just, you know, they, they, they do it in a great way that I'm sure saves them money, but still lets them, you know, show off what they can do. I mean, we've never seen the Flash fight in live action before. Never. These are the guys who have done it. You well, know? you mean you mean on the silver screen? Well, in general, we've not in name a live action Flash where there's speedsters fighting. Really right, don't. it is. Well, that's impressive, and Andy, you bring that up—the idea that they they just go for it. They don't hold mm-hmm. back. They really believe in their source material. And I think a lot of times where a comic book TV show or a comic book movie will fail is when you feel like the studio is ashamed of that source material. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like someone saying, like, you know, Aquaman's kind of a goofy character. The Flash, not necessarily a goofy character, but for the most part, everything about The Flash is way out there. I apologize for the phone, yeah, guys. Amateur. <laughs> no. Is that you tweeting at us? Yes, I know. I just, wanted, I, I just wanted to make sure. That everyone, I mean, was was I not supposed to? Was I not supposed no, to do that? I was that? supposed to turn my phone off before we started. Yeah, That's just saying, they do a really yeah, good job yeah. of portraying. I don't know what to call it. Speedster fighting. You know, we we don't we've never seen that before. But again, so, but then again, but they're not they're not afraid to go for that because they do in well. so in so many ways it could come off uh, odd and goofy looking. Mm-hmm. And they do a good job of making a lot of their really high CGI scenes at night. Because mm-hmm. at night, when you do something that's CGI during the day, you can what kind of gives away bad CGI is bad lighting. Mm-hmm. Lighting yeah. is kind of the hardest thing to do when it comes to CGI. You can texture anything, but make it look like it's naturally in the position it's supposed yeah, to be yeah, in the yeah. real world is one thing. So they kind of do it at night, but again, they find, they find a way to get around that. And again, they don't hold back from their source material. You're absolutely right, Andy. Yeah, and just a little thing on this, the, the the special effects is that you know Supergirl, you know, did a lot of its shooting in the daylight, and they did a good job with it. So, but at the same time, they did have, they did have a bigger budget. So uh, that is that is very true. Yeah. yeah, it's the C it's the C CBS, not well, the CW. Well, you know, it's a it's a nationwide channel. And also, they kind of had to do it in the daytime because it's Supergirl, and right. we know Superman is not really. You know, he, he is the day, you know. I wonder how that changes now that Supergirl's on the CW, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, they're doing, uh, it's going to stay on the same time slot at 8 p.m. And they're going to do, I mean, they're going to do a four-show crossover. I mean, that's kind of insane. That's, that is that's nuts. If you, I like, I have this smile that's on my face right yeah. now. <laughs> it's pretty Thinking cool, about man. It, I mean, you're I, by the about... way, heads up, heads up, guys. I have not finished Legends yet. I have yet to watch the season oh, for now. Oh my god, you so you're gonna flip when you watch. I know, I know. It's literally I, I'm just... already flipping from what I've seen so far. I mean, so. Like, do, do you know what happens in the final minute of the episode? No, no, I don't. All I know is I should be expecting the Justice Society. That's about it. I mean, do you want me to answer? Or no. Should I... Oh, <laughs> okay. No, that's okay. it. I don't know, but I've also. I mean, they've kind of been talking about that for a long time. Especially I mean, their social media, their social media accounts in the beginning of the year kept yeah. teasing that they were gonna, you know, that, you know, I mean, they, all their marketing was mar- pointing at Justice Society. So, yeah, I mean, it, that's and that's another show, just like the Flash. Not afraid of their source material. Not afraid to get nuts with it. Although, in in. On favor of Legends, Legends of Mars doesn't really have source material to use from because it's not really a thing from the comic. I mean, now I know there's a comic now called Legends Tomorrow, but right. it has nothing to do with the team. In fact, it has all to do about Firestorm, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so, nice. 
yeah, no, but yeah, my, the Legends finale was really, really awesome, you know, and you know we know what's coming, and then there's you know there's that there's that there's that one show. Oh, what that, is that one show? What is that one show? Mm, I, I, I think <laughs> I think it's on Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the CW, but we will talk about it later. I think it's about a I think it's about a superhero, but they're too afraid to use his full name in the title. Green Batman? Green, ba- Green, Green, Green Bat- Batman? <laughs> See, that's that's when I stopped watching Arrow. That was it. Oh, like, so you that stopped watching it from the pilot. Where it was just like, you oh, look, it's, it. it's budget Batman and it's budget Talia al Ghul. Like, this is... <laughs> now, nah, whoa, 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 whoa. I love Nisa Al Ghul. Don't you, don't you be jumping on my girl. No, I don't. It's not that I don't like Nisa Al Ghul, but I'm just... It's, they ride her like... Andy, do you watch Game of Thrones? No. Remember when he's like, well, you can marry this daughter? Uh, and he's like, well, I kind of want to, I'd rather marry that daughter. And he's like, well, this is, it's like, nah, I'm not going. That's how it is. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, like, I, look, Talia al Ghul is, she carried Batman's seed, man. I mean, wow, actually, we'll she go- didn't carry Batman's seed. She put it in like a test tube and like, was like, I'm not ruining my perfect okay, body. Okay, <laughs> we're going deep in here. Oh, God. We, how about how about going off tangent, huh? That's, so, yeah. That uh, was deep comics. <laughs> but anyway, right there, Danny, so, hey. Arrow. <laughs> yeah, Arrow is... The Arrow finale. Yeah. The Arrow finale was goddamn rough, man. I mean, I, listen, I still watch the show. I'm still going to watch the show. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know, man. They, they It just seems like they have so many options that they don't use as far as routes to go. It's like, look, there's the clear way to make this show good sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, now we're going to do the opposite, which maybe... I, and I don't know. Maybe it's not that easy, but like the battle with Damian Dark is just so small. Now I like the outcome. I like that he kills him in the end, and he says like, you know, you let Slade live. He's like, Slade didn't murder thousands of people. Like you don't get to live. That was kind of cool, but there was no spectacle to it. Yeah, there was nothing that made me feel like this was a finale. This just kind of felt like a mid episode. Didn't even feel like a mid season finale. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. I said the same thing in one of my reviews. I said that it's, you know, the season finale of Arrow last season was, I mean, that was a disaster. So this was not as bad, but the thing was that there was no, okay, each season finale of all these five TV shows, Gotham, Supergirl, Legends, Flash, and Arrow, all that four finales, they had something popping. They, they, so there was something at the end of the finale that made it pop, something right. where you get more excited for the next season. Arrow doesn't have any of that so it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to get excited when nothing is really popping so yeah it's it's so true and that and that's what i mean by the obvious route like make something pop impress us give us a show and they're not they're not doing that i don't know why i mean do you think it's the writing do you think everyone just went to work for the flash at some point that's the thing. I, I, oh, sorry, Danny, you're gone. Go ahead, Danny, well, boy, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I think it could be budget. You know, I'm sitting here right now thinking, hey, what would be a good Green... You know, what's a good Green Lantern... Or, I'm sorry. What's a good Green Arrow story? Do we know one? Can we name one off our head? The Longbow Hunters? Quiver. 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 Yeah. Um, I know Jeff Lemire did some really, good, really, really good run that it could... Jeff Lemire stuff. I mean, we have the Outsiders you yeah. can do. Outsiders, you know what I mean? stuff or, like or, that. No, the, it was the Outsiders, the Outcasts. Outsiders. Outside, outsider, no, outsider is a team. Yeah. Yeah, no, not the Outsiders. I think it was called the Outcasts where um, it's New 52 yeah. continuity, Jeff Lemire. And uh, there's all these different kind of like tribal groups almost. Mm. It's really cool. All, all the different covers of the books all have like the different group on them and everything. And they all kind of worship 
a uh, a weapon in a sense, and then you've got the green one who obviously worships arrows, and it was just kind of a cool mix of everything. You find out Oliver Queen's dad is actually alive, and he yeah. is uh, an archer. There was just some really cool stuff, and it's like, yeah, man, you you do have source material, and again, we go back to ashamed of source material. Just fucking open a goddamn book, yeah, and, and just take that and put it on the screen, and we'll be happy. I understand your writers, you're gonna put a spin on it, you want to make it your own. Yeah. That's fine, but keep that central idea. You're going to please fans who are like, oh, I actually get to see this book I really enjoyed come to life on screen with the added benefit of new stuff that they'll eventually add to it. It just seems like the obvious choices that they don't take sometimes. Yeah, you know, I just, you know what they they should do? Bring in the Green Lantern. It would be awesome. You're talking about a book back in the day by um, Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill. That Hard traveling was, heroes, baby. you know, talking about social issues and getting into conver- having deep conversations within the book. How cool would it have been if, like, John Diggle became a lantern? Uh, that, I, well, look, I, look, just to say, <laughs> that was a thing for a that while. That was a thing for a little bit. But, like, here, let's say Green Lantern comes, they, Green Lantern and Green Arrow hook up and they go on this journey across America, man. Danny's, Danny's shipping t- Green Lantern, Green Arrow right well, now. Well, yeah, I am, but like, no, <laughs> but I'm being serious. Like, we're, you know, your show isn't just, you know, flash and little substance. I mean, talk about something, have a conversation on the show that is currently going on in society today. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the problem is that, you know, it's, it's hard for us to get anywhere on any sort of social issue because most of it's just yelling at each other, but when you can sit two people down who are level-headed and have thought about something to a point where they've educated themselves and you have an actual discussion, that's when we really start to learn. So what a great way to... <laughs> you are getting so goddamn serious but I'm just, right now. <laughs> well, Yeah, because I'm sick of seeing your fucking bullshit on screen. Look, he shot another arrow. Wow! I can't believe... What arrow? That's, but that's my point. It's like, wow, I can't believe you just did that again. Oh my God! Look, a van. Ooh. <laughs> oh, John Diggle's not happy. Oh, Felicity's not happy. Oh, oh, it's Lord. it fucking sucks. <laughs> Can you tell someone's a little angry about it? I'm no, just no, mind you, mind that... you, people out there. He hasn't even seen the finale. Yeah, why? I don't have to see the finale. I've seen the show, baby. <laughs> I've I've seen it's it's fucking boring. But we talked about Daredevil. And that scene with him and the Punisher where they sit down and, hey, we're going to have a discussion about whether heroes should kill or shouldn't kill. A discussion that's been had so many times in comics. How could you recreate it one more time and add something new to it? Well, they did. And that is, to me, one of the best scenes in Daredevil is when it's just them on the roof. Yeah, I mean, look, I have been very vocal about the fact that I am not really happy with the direction of the show in the past two seasons. I I think something that's become a running gag on the Flash podcast is that I'm always giving Arrow some shade. And that's, I mean, I I will do something like, you know, when I'm plugging the whole DC podcast network, I will say, you know, we have a podcast for Supergirl and Legends Tomorrow and Gotham, The Flash, and the show formerly known as Arrow. And (laughs) I mean, people even started, you know, some, a few people, not, not, not a lot, like, maybe two or three started tweeting me with that hashtag saying keep going and i'm like but the thing is like i don't want to hate air i want to love that show again because look like 
I'll say this. I do think that one of the problems with Arrow is that it has an exaggerated focus on Felicity Smoke and Oliver Queen, and that they, they're not really... And it's also that the fact that they're not using source material anymore, they're not... And they're doing the same thing all over again each season. I mean, my, lo- my lord, every season finale has been, Star City is under attack, you know, because <laughs> that's what happens in May. And it's yep. just... I mean, it is just so annoying. Well, but see, and, like, that's, that's kind of the thing, man. Even when it comes to the movies i was telling mike this you know i haven't seen x-men yet you have but i have a little bit of end of the world fatigue you know yeah everything everything's always so big every situation they're getting into is like everything's gonna end and i think they they tried doing that in arrow with uh the thousands of nukes that they had to redirect into space right that happened in arrow yeah right which they there's never like one shot of the nukes like there's there's, they show one of the nukes (laughs) once and they're like, there's a thousand more, but they never show them, which I, I think is a mistake as a, uh, you know, if you, if you look at it from a filmmaking standpoint, if you want someone to feel the gravity of a situation, you've got to let them see that for a yeah, second. Definitely. I mean, see the sky or like a planet riddled with fucking nuclear, nuclear warheads flying all over the place. Mm. And there you go. For a second, you sitting on the couch, you're like, oh, shit, this is a real thing. Like, not, you know, it's not, but in yeah. your head, at least. And, um. It's things like that. It's I think been made they, real in the show. Well, it's things like that. I think they miss, but but again, but they're trying to reach. They're like, let's make it a world-ending plot or a device. Yeah, but I mean, and you talked about Daredevil, and Daredevil is never a world-ending type thing. It's just kind of protect this neighborhood type deal. Mm-hmm. But because it's so close, it's personal. It's uh, it hits home a little more with you, and you kind of feel the struggle that the characters are yeah. going through. Arrow just just misses that and they and they should be doing well, that. Well like look like you look at the Slade story, the first one. Even though that was kind of big too with like oh he's going to take over the city. In my head there's still that thing saying like hey you know what maybe he does take over the city at the end of this and then the next season is like them working from the shadows to retake the city. That would have been a better third season than what we got. Honestly, probably would have, but I'm just saying like so even though you can you can go big with the possibility of like something happening, when you go so big that the world's gonna end, like in X Men, not saying that X Men's probably not a good movie, but it's like, is the world really gonna end? No. <laughs> There's another movie. I already you guys already told me there was another movie. So yeah, it has to feel real. There has to be some sort of what's the word? I'm looking for. Some, you know. Consequence? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and I look at something like, we look at something like The Flash, where, you know, and spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, why are you listening? Uh, but like, <laughs> they almost destroyed a whole multiverse. Yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I believed it for a second. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, cause, I mean, no, we, we know Supergirl is coming, and so I mean, that's one reason I thought it was really going to happen, that this would become Crisis or Flashpoint early on and so on, but... You know, and but yet in the end, Barry was able to save the world, and I was, you know, I, I was, I was grateful for it. Uh, but at the end of the finale, they pull Flashpoint, and it's like, yeah. oh my god, like, like what a way to, to top. I mean, almost top your season one yeah. finale. But with Air, it's like, oh, great, it's Oliver and Felicity just standing yeah. in the cave. Like the best, the best you're getting is. Hey, we're going back down to status quo. Aren't you guys happy? It's like, yeah. no. Oh, nope. my God. I cringe. I mean, look, here's the thing. If I just want to tell people this, that if they are fans of, if they genuinely love the show mm-hmm. and they love, you know, that, you know, the whole original team Arrow, whatever, you know, if they like Felicity and Oliver together, you know, that's totally fine. We're yeah. all entitled to our own opinions. But for me, 
it just I'm so sick of it though. I'm sure. tired that you know, like after the world is almost destroyed, and whatnot. Felicity has to pull, you know, guys, guys, original gangsters, OTA. And it's like, Ugh. I'm like, girl, no, girl, no, girl, no. Simmer down now. Like this is not. You can't. You can't. Like, it's just. It just. It just doesn't feel like this is the. I know these writers can do much better. If I don't know why. They keep. I mean, I think they just want to get done with the season so they can move on to season five. But it's like, I don't. I don't have a lot of hope right now for season Ooh. five, unless, unless, and this goes back to Flash. Right. Does Flashpoint actually change the history of some oh, of these shows? Because that's what I would love to know, because we could bring Laurel back if that's the case. I mean, we do have. I mean, right now we do have a Laurel on Earth One, and, and I and I would I you know. To give Katie, you know, Katie Kazu, who is, I mean, she's phenomenal. I would love to see her get to, I mean, I I would love to actually see her Black Siren redeem herself into becoming the Black Siren because she does have the metahuman powers with Canary Cry. She does, I mean, she's a better fighter than Laurel. I mean, look, I love Earth 1 Laurel, but let's just accept that Earth 2 Laurel is a different character. Way more and, badass. Yeah. And, yeah, that's just, it reminds me of, like, the Harrison Wells thing, but go ahead. Yeah, like... People, some people are saying that they think that Flashpoint is going to change a lot of things on all of these four shows. It, this will be the way to bring in Supergirl, and I'm almost certain that is exactly what they're doing. They're going to use Flashpoint to bring in Supergirl in some capacity, in some way, uh, unless they're saving it for the big four show crossover. Oh, but man. some people think that they're not going to do, they're not going to use Flashpoint to fix. I mean, not change anything on Arrow Legends. And I'm like, I think didn't Stephen Amell comment on that? I mean, look, that here's the thing. Stephen said something about that he doesn't think that i mean here's, here's the thing it's so hard to take i mean i'm not saying that he's lying or anything but the thing is i don't think if if grand gustin doesn't know what season three has in store in terms of flashpoint then i bet your sweet ass that stephen amell who's not even the lead of flash knows mm -hmm. what's gonna happen and how the fate will have so because right now arrow is like not the center of the entire universe anymore it's no it's, it's not it, no it's, it's a not flash. yeah well, which, which really makes sense because the lightning bolt is the symbol of, you know, the superhero. It's the start, you know. First there was lightning. <laughs> Danny gave a great horse and happy with it. it just, yeah, man. But uh, you, so, you, I mean, you talk about now that Flash is the kind of the center of it, which is great because, like, you look at the Flash and the Flash has always been the one to change things up. You know, when, when Barry Allen was created in the 60s, it completely changed how comic books looked, how heroes looked, how they acted. I mean, we got the uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern out of this. You know, it's the Silver it's Age, the Silver right? Age. So the idea that Flash is always the one that's kind of changing, and uh, at least he's that stone that you throw in the water that creates the ripple effect every time. Yeah. It's so fitting that he's the one to do that. Mm. And, with, and now that he is, as you're saying, the center of this universe, it's... It's just so fitting. And now that they're going to do what we think is Flashpoint or Flashpoint Paradox, if you've seen the cartoon, like, do how nuts do they get with this? How, how Flashpoint Paradox do you get with it? Because technically, we can show Batman. Yes. No, that's what I've been talking about with you lately. Because it's like, not Bruce Wayne Batman. Yeah, that's, that's the best part about – that was the best thing that came out of Grant Gustin not being the Flash and Batman v Superman or like connecting those universes is that no, 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 no. If they have their universe with the Flash, then we get to have our universe with the Batman. Right. It's you can't you can't and, and guess what? You don't think the writers over at Warner not Warner Brothers, like the DC writers at WG or WGN. The CW, CW. Yeah, right. So many 
CW is going on. Um, that the CW, like, you don't think they know that? They know that. But when, and let me tell you something. You know what's a good way to get Batman on the screen for the first time? Doing his fucking Thomas Wayne. I do. It's the way to go, man. I mean, what do you think about that, Andy? I mean, I would love to see that happen. I mean, I. I mean, the thing is, they've kind of already in Earth to kind of hint that. I mean, at a flashpoint situation where Robert Queen was the one who survived and right. uh, uh, who and became the Green Arrow, and so. And I would not be surprised if this is what happens here as well. Um, I mean, because we just Oliver's mom turns into Black Canary. That'd be kind of fucking oh, cool. God, it would just. I just. I'm sorry, I, I had to cut in. I just had the image in my head of, like, them doing the alley scene. And we're all like, oh, shit, they're going to do Batman. And then <laughs> Bruce Wayne getting shot and killed would be awesome. I, which sounds horrible in a sentence like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, so... how often do you hear someone be excited? Like, a kid <laughs> gets shot! Oh, my God, really it's so excited! on TV. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has given me a couple opportunities. You know, be like, even better but, 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 the, but, but guys, guys, guys. Did you guys hold the door? Yeah, it would be awesome. Oh, no, don't yeah. say hold the door. I, I haven't even, I don't even watch the show, but I know what a reference is about. I rewatched it, I rewatched it today. Oh, you don't watch Thrones? Nah, it's not really for me. Uh, All right, well, I'll, yell, well, yeah, I, yeah. I'll yell at you for that later. It's it's fine. Oh, it's, you're, you're not a man enough to yell at me on uh, on air? No, I just, no, no one <laughs> wants to hear that. <laughs> no, what I was saying, that would just be. Oh, no, he did it. Everyone listening is going to agree with me. That would just be a cool scene. It would just I, be I, cool I just, for people to see, you know, think they're about to see once again the origin of Batman and actually saying, no, the origin of Thomas Wayne. It would be so cool. I mean, it's still beyond me why there are these ridiculous restrictions from Warner Bros. Studios at uh, these TV. I'm like, why can't we have two Batman and two Superman at the same time? It's like... Clearly it's not... okay to have two Flashes. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, that's that's Jeff Johns. Look, Batman, you can say what you want about the Flash. Batman is Batman. Batman is big time guaranteed money mm-hmm. all the time. You're talking about probably the biggest moneymaker in the movie industry right now, in my opinion. It's actually Spider-Man. It it is Spider-Man, but I, I think it's I think it's Batman. You know what I mean by that? Like where I think even though I mean you can think whatever you want. Sure. Well <laughs> what are we bit I, I get what you're saying. Spider-Man makes more money Guar- than Batman and the Avengers combined, but yeah. it's okay. Guaranteed that Batman, Jeff Johns, does way better. Ooh, I'm not, not going to say that. Calm down. That's yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> you get jumping ahead here. It's a possibility. Don't underestimate the power of Batman. Batman hit $1 billion by himself. Marvel needed a whole team to do it of Super. Yeah, but we're not just talking about box office numbers. That's true. Anyway. So, I mean, getting back to, uh, I mean, why we can't use the damn characters, I really don't see why it's such an issue. I just like, told you. Well, I mean, you, I get it that they're money makers, but then it, wouldn't it make more sense to put them in more pieces of media because you no. can make more money? Yeah, you don't want to it's whore like, out completely, though. I mean, we're not talking about whoring it out, though. It's, just give us a little bit. Why do you think they do it, Andy? Why they're doing a flashpoint? Um, well, no, why, well, why do you think they just don't let them play with Batman, Superman? I mean, we got to see a bits of Superman yeah, technically in yeah. Supergirl, so that's something. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they don't exist in these universes. Yeah, I mean, it it is really a, a head scratcher because it's like if this is not like a Sony situation or a Fox situation where another studio or television network owns exactly. the other characters. I mean, it's all under Warner Brothers, all under DC. So it's like. 
So why can we use, I mean, you can reference Superman on TV, but we can show him? I don't really know either. I mean, I wish I had it. I mean, I, I read articles, I've done podcasts about this topic so many times, and it's, I wish, I mean, look, this could be changing now, actually, because, I mean, I guess we'll talk about it a little bit, a little bit, but Jeff Johns now being part of DC Films, I mean, yeah. what if that is about to change now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Someone, and maybe, and maybe it's almost in a piece. Yeah, Jeff Johns, but because Batman v Superman underperformed, they're like, well, we've got to kind of make up for it. So maybe you inject them into the into the areas that are already succeeding, or at least yeah. critically succeeding. I mean, but in, but in terms of Flashpoint, I mean, do you do you think do you want Flashpoint to be used as a way to kind of change the history of all these shows? I don't necessarily want it to change the yeah. history of all the shows because I feel like then you've put so much time and effort into these stories already. Um, and if they do change anything, let's be honest, whatever he changes saving his mom, we all know he's going to go back and stop himself again. Which mm-hmm. if you think about it, at some point in history, there's going to be like 20 flashes in that same room. It's just, <laughs> just going to be a bunch of flashes bumping <laughs> into each other. Like, don't do it, do it, don't do it. No, you don't do it. No, you and they're like, and then the, the barrier that has, and the barrier that is standing there, he's like, so, you want me to do it? And they're like, yes, no. No, yes. I just see Reverse Flash in the corner kind of watching going like, I, I, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> just a ton of flashes. <laughs> and, and then Barry's mom just kills herself. <laughs> oh, no. and, she's, and she's like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> this is all getting way too weird. I uh, mean, so, it's, 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 oh. it's enough having one of them, but it's like, but 20? I mean, come on. No, Barry's mom's just like in a mental hospital the rest of her life, just like, like I saw, Odor. She I becomes saw Odor. Flashes. Yeah, there's something. <laughs> and like, the, the doctor says, you know, yes, we know we saw, you saw Flash. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> I saw men in red suits calling themselves the Flash, and there were 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh and all i can see is i can see that one actor that, that plays norrell on the show michelle harrison i can see her doing that scene in the best way ever and it's like and grant just sitting there like and grant's barry allen just said what what have i done what have i done but um Jesus. yeah but i mean for me i oh. look i don't expect five point to change a lot of things i do think that it's probably gonna be more related to the show itself but i I do think what Flashpoint should do is change one thing each on every show. I think for Arrow, they should change Oliver into a more closer resembling character to the comics, where he's a little bit more funnier, and he's a little bit more of a smart-ass and whatnot. Yeah, and also, smart-ass. So, That's the best way yeah. to put it. And, and also do something... You're, you're welcome. And I also want to see him... I also want him to bring back Laurel, or at least somehow make that maybe the Earth 2 version or the Earth 1 version maybe became one person? Uh, and then on Legends, I want them to... Okay, I mean, you haven't seen the finale, but have you guys seen the rest of the episodes? No. I have, yes. You, okay. you can spoil those, I don't care. Yeah, okay, so they... So okay, I mean, oh, look, sure. it's a comic book show, so who's really dead? I mean, they so they killed off Captain Cole, but he's going to come back as a recurring guest star of both Legends and The Flash. Killed this, off Captain Cole? Like, he he sacrifices himself. It's actually pretty sweet. And yeah. Cool, because yeah. Mick is originally going to do it. But, but if he comes back, then it holds no weight. Well, we'll no, see. But, I mean, but like, 
look, it, I mean, the thing is, they've already revealed that he is going to be a recurring guest star on both Legends and the Flash next season. So, and I think right. Flashpoint could, be, I mean, for Legends, they could bring back Captain Cold as that character, and, but maybe with a different history. And right. then on maybe Supergirl, well, she just becomes part of this universe. So, do you, you think they smash the universes together? Are we gonna, are we going to do some uh... crisis? Maybe. I mean, I think that. I mean, how else w will we bring in Kara into our world? And, and, and that's exactly what I'm thinking, man. It's got to be. I mean, they've already gotten so close too to all of these, uh, all of these hints at uh, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know what I yeah. mean? It, it's just like, it's right there. I'm just waiting for it to happen. You know? Because hmm. yeah, you're right. Well, how do you get Kara on to the Flash's world? Yeah. I You're going to have to combine point, universes. Yeah, I mean, either Flashpoint or you do Crisis, and I think Flashpoint could be it. Yeah. And I I mean, look, if they don't take this opportunity to to change a couple of things, I mean, like I said, I know that if you're only watching Arrow, but you're not watching Flash or Legends of Supergirl, and then you suddenly see, wait a minute, why is Oliver suddenly wearing a greener costume? Why is Laurel back? And why, why is Felicity with Ray? And I mean, like that would be a little bit maybe too much. But yeah. at the same time, it could be a way to maybe encourage them to watch other shows. But I just feel that if one, if Flashpoint affects Legends and Supergirl, then it has to affect Arrow as well. And I feel that Arrow, look, I'm not saying Redcon is. I, I never think retcon is the solution to anything. I don't think retcon is a good thing at all for anything in comics, movies, or TV. I mean, the day, Days of Future Past is a different topic, though, because... Right. We Look, that franchise was almost dying. But with Arrow... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's true. I mean, you know, X-Men 3 kind of ruined everything. Well, but was, was it dying? Because we had X-Men first, first Class, and First Class yes, was pretty but, Yes, but, like, you need... I think they wanted to do Days of Future Past, because the thing is, you also have to think about, well, what storylines could we adapt for the next movie, the next installment? I and think Brian Singer just kind of wanted another crack at fixing what he created. You know, he kind of left it to do Superman, and it got not... Yeah, it, it wasn't happened. his anymore, and he came back and said, no, it's still mine. Exactly, but, you know, and I feel with Arrow is that, you look, don't fix everything, but I think maybe one or two three major things that won't take away anything that has happened on the show, but kind of like, look, Green Arrow needs his Black Canary. Whether they're together or not, Oliver needs to be... I mean, look, I can barely like Oliver as a character anymore. Like, I'm terrified that his bullshit behavior is just going to be a disaster when he eventually meets Kara, because... I mean, I don't, I don't want, I don't want him near Kara at all because he's just gonna be like, you know, well, Kara, I know everything about any anything in terms of being a superhero, so let me teach you how to do everything right in well, my see, way. Here's here's the thing about Oliver though. I don't necessarily dislike Oliver in the show. I think he's gotten a little lighter, which helps. Um, you kind of see the smart ass come out occasionally. But he's not the problem I have with the show. It's kind of everything else around him. I think Stephen Amell does a fine job. He's doing his Green Arrow. It's not necessarily the actual Green Arrow we're used to, but I don't fault him for doing anything. So I wouldn't actually mind seeing a reaction, uh, th what the reaction would be between him and Kara on screen at the same time. But I was just thinking about it while you were talking. The best part about Supergirl being in the CW universe now is so is the Martian Manhunter. Yes. I didn't even think about that until you were going. I'm like, oh my god, that's right. Yeah, they could really pull off. Uh, you could almost pull off Rock of Ages with who they have. Interesting. All you right. You have the Adam. You have a Green Arrow. Yes. You have a Flash. Yes. You're gonna have your Superman slash girl. Yes. No Batman, unfortunately. You have 
Manhunter. Right. But yeah, but you've got man. Well, Manhunter is actually dead in Rock of Ages. <laughs> it's good stuff. So yeah, you've got the universes crashing into each other, and like you said, now we were gonna, we were going to talk Jeff Johns too because this Jeff whole Johns. we kind of you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, Andy. Uh, Jeff Johns has now he has now been set as the. I don't know, the head of DC Films, along with, who's the other guy? The other guy who was the... John Berg. I think he was the... There you go. He was also an executive at Warner Brothers, one of the highest ones up, if not one of the higher, highest ones. I have ones. no idea who he is, but I'm sure he is someone. Yeah, and I'm sure Jeff Johns has all the control, and this guy just has to be here to make the stockholders feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? you mean you have a comic book writer who's going to be controlling all this? Like, oh, I no, mean, we have a, we have a just... babysitter for him. That's what it yeah, sounds like, yeah. and that's what it sounds like they're selling it. But let's be honest, this is all Jeff Johns. Yeah, this I mean, is him coming in saying, game. yeah, this is him coming in and saying, everything you're doing is fucking wrong, and here's how we fix it. He's the Kevin Feige of the DC Universe. And he is the Kevin Feige of the DC mm. Universe. Oh, I hope but... he will be. I hope he will be. No, no, no. I, I think he is. Well, he's got to succeed first to beat Kevin Feige. But he's already, you know, going against the current. He's already working against something. Kevin Feige got to start with a clean slate in his vision. Yeah, it's very true. You've got a pretty shit vision. I mean, no, no I don't. I wouldn't really say that. I mean, it's. It is two movies, and that they're pretty big movies. But I think I I don't think that DC Extended Universe is is in big trouble as some people try and make it out to be. I mean, look, Batman Superman is. I mean, personally, I think that's a it's a very it's a very solid film, and I you know I I I've still I've gone on record saying that I think Civil War and BBS are. Equally good movies, but for different reasons. Oh, 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 oh man, listen, oh, that, that no, hurts. No, 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 no. listen, listen. Right. listen. I, Captain America Civil ahead, War, finish. they still have a huge problem with their villains. They wrote Tony Stark like an idiot in, in Act 3, and yeah, and, and that's but pretty. See, it, all makes, it all makes sense in uh, Civil War, at least for Tony Stark being an idiot. He's, Caught up in the moment. He's got the weight of people's deaths on his mind. He's clearly, Pepper's not there. They're clearly going through something because I mean, he wanted to didn't renew your contract. Well, yeah, well, there's that, but then they but then they use it as a vehicle, and that's good writing to use it as a vehicle to say, yeah, they're not on good terms, and that's something that's not good for him mentally, sure. yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with it, but it, it was it just makes in Act sense. Three. In Act yeah, well, Three, I couldn't buy because I'm like, wait a minute, so you're telling totally good. You're, you're, te- totally you're, good. you're telling me that you're almost willing to kill Steve yes. because he didn't tell. About that, his brainwashed friend killed your mommy and daddy when yeah. you were a kid. It's like, what good is it gonna do by killing Steve? You know that you know the, the symbolism of heroism well, right now. In well, the well, well, but you're, you're, not, think, you're, you're, not, you're not thinking at the time. That's you didn't want to kill Steve. No, he, he look. Was, he, no, he, he didn't wanted, want to, but he, he almost wanted, killed Steve. No, he wanted to kill the Winter Soldier, and Steve Rogers was in his way. I'm, I'm with you. I said the same thing. Like when that, and happened, that makes Tony selfish, by the way, because think about it. Yeah, he's human. No, not th- not just that, but it's like think about it. By killing Bucky, then Steve is again left alone with all the last connection to his past. Peggy is spoiler alert. Peggy Carter is you know passes away in Civil right. War. His parents are you know long gone dead, and he doesn't really have anyone from that time still alive. So yeah, I I just couldn't get behind Tony's writing in Act Three, and I and th- that's why I think. And the villain was a huge problem to me as well because, yeah, as you're telling me this regular guy just happened to have one year at at his at his span to just do all this, and the plan went perfectly, too perfect. I just couldn't. 
Okay, sure. back to Jeff Johns. Back to Jeff yeah, Johns. We gotta go back to Jeff Johns. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, so you clearly, Andy, I mean, you, you, me, me and you actually talked about it, and we're not the biggest haters on it. I think the movie has its problems as a film. I think there's a couple character problems that don't really jive with the comics at all. Batman being the number one. And Superman. And Superman I'm okay with. He didn't bother me as much in the Superman movie. Superman but like, potato. Yeah, it's, it's got its issues, but for me, it's like, you know what? It's what I have right now, so I like it. <laughs> no, that's that's horrible. That's how fascism happens. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but anyway, man. So, I mean, do you think Jeff Johns... I mean, does he have his hands full? Yes. I don't want to make it sound like he's going to have to, you know, clean up things. I think that he is... I mean, it's not, it's not a disaster storm that people make it out to be. I, I, I agree with that too. I do agree. It's not the giant shit storm that everyone's like. It's insalvageable. No, no it's, yeah. it's, not. it's not insalvageable. Yeah. But understand, Batman vs Superman was a shit sandwich. We took a bite and we were like, "Hey, this is a shit sandwich." And they're like, "Oh, we're sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what's so funny. Hold on. And then they and then they took all the shit off the sandwich. They put meat and lettuce and tomato and stop and like, making me hungry. That's what they're doing now. <laughs> but guess what? There's still reminiscence of shit on the sandwich that yeah, you know, you're gonna have to get through. Uh, and that's what Jeff John's doing now. Yeah, Je- I think I think Jeff John's gonna do just fine, man. It would you know, be so. We- Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just it's just Jeff Johns. He's been writing forever. I mean, he yeah. wrote the Justice League for the entirety of the New Fifty Two. And he brought in Rebirth, which we'll talk about later. And he knows the DC universe. He is the vault of information. Yeah, for sure. This this is the guy to do it. He is our savior. He's yeah, he is. Um, but he needs to come in and do a lot of stuff. Fix Lex Luthor, or just not use Lex Luthor again. But go ahead. Or just they they have an easy setup, though. I mean, they could just say, I mean, his dad died under mysterious circumstances, so. What if his dad? I mean, what if this? Nah. Actually, yeah, I hate that. Actually, I know I've heard I've heard that theory online. No, I after find, after, I Lex, it. after Lex gets his brain fucking scrambled like that from learning about the universe and how big it actually is, that's when he actually goes, "All right, this isn't mad scientist bullshit anymore. I need to get my shit straight. I like that. I need to become the man." So do a little character change in Lex Luthor and have the it's, vehicle it's, for that character change be the mother box exactly. and just all the Kryptonian information, yeah. learning of Darkseid, learning of Steppenwolf, all of that. Yeah. That's a good way to change Lex, I think. Oh, yeah. I really hope this whole Steppenwolf thing isn't true. Uh, me too. I mean, it's like, why? I mean, look, they could make him a really powerful villain, but the thing is, I mean, I kind of rather just go with Darkseid or that they just... I mean, I don't know. Steppenwolf? You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Why why do two new gods? You're going to do Darkseid. I, I, oh, and then I you're going to do, do – but before Darkseid, you're going to do mini Darkseid. That's kind of what it yeah. feels it like. Is. They, they exactly could do – I would love to see Granny Goodness, the Sod, and yeah. Glorious Godfrey. What is his name? Gordon Godfrey? Yeah, Glorious yeah. Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go with the, the, the minions. Uh, I mean, kind of like, you know – preparing the invasion or something like that. Right, right. Or maybe don't do that. Do something like do Brainiac and have the idea of, okay, after Brainiac comes, you realize maybe that do something with Brainiac's technology (sighs) that they can figure out about Darkseid, that he's coming, anything along those lines. Or maybe Brainiac was running from Darkseid. You find that out in the end. That would be fucking cool. Don't do Steppenwolf. I don't think Brainiac runs from anybody. I, I wouldn't do Brainiac because... You run from Darkseid. Brainiac is Superman's guy. Don't waste 
that good movie that we haven't gotten yet. That's a good point. On the Justice League. Honestly, Justice League kind of goes into the more of the world-ending fatigue where it's just – I. Ugh. But it kind of has to be. That's what the Justice League is yeah. there for. See, I, I They're think, not there to get bank robbers. I, I understand that. But I, I think I told you, like, the idea of, like, what Darkseid's coming here and he wants to destroy the world, like, god damn it. That is a horrible story. That is so overused. Well, not destroying the world, but conquer the world. He's not necessarily destroying anything. He just wants it to be another ally in his minion army. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't They just... What about Starro? Starro would be good. I could see Starro. Why not? Starro can't. New Frontier, but man. Starro can't speak. What is it? Is it Starro? Yeah, in the Chitauri yeah. couldn't really speak either, but we went along with it. Yeah, yeah but the Chitauri were faceless monsters. But at least were, there was. You know. They had faces. But at least there was Loki, though. There was Loki to actually have yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Okay, stand what off if, with I mean, what say if, things to. What if Starro. I mean, what if Star is being controlled by. Uh, what's his name? Uh, like Vandal um, Savage or um, Maxwell Lord. I mean, wasn't that the original plan for just like moral? I think so, man. Yeah, that was the one that George Miller was going to do. And uh, what do you want to do? It was going to be. I don't know if it was. Uh, who, so who else were you thinking? I, I remember it was going to end with the Flash sacrificing himself for everybody, which that sounded like it was going to be spot on. But uh, yeah, I think Maxwell Lord. You're right. I think he was going to be in it. Yeah, something like that, and it's like, I mean, I I would, I, like I said, I don't need Darkseid right away, but like, don't do Steppenwolf. Yeah, I, the, the, the just, guy you're just doing two knows. new gods. You're just doing two new gods movies. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty much a waste of time. It's it was one of the gripes most people had with Guardians of the Galaxy. You should just do a new gods movie. Sure, do a Mister Miracle movie about him busting out of Darkseid's prison. I love. I'm sorry, I like Mister Miracle. Um, <laughs> but no, like. You know, it's just like, oh, what did I just say? For what? The Chitari? No. It's Being not. voiceless, basically? No, 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 no. Ah, whatever. It's all good. Yeah, it's just, again, man, Steppenwolf. It's, it's, it's underwhelming to me. There's a lot more you can do, especially for a Justice League movie, because you could do anyone. You could do Mongol, you know what uh, I mean? Oh, no, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, that's, you know, what that, whatever the villain's name was in that movie, Mudface. Ronan. Ronan. Sure. Mudface. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the paint down his face. I mean, wow, there, what I mean, a there, horrible I mean, there was, there was a lot of mud in the end of the movie. <laughs> but no, yeah, there was. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of who he was. It's like, hey, it's um, Thanos, but not yet Thanos. <laughs> you know, so. You know what I hate as a DC fan? I hate that everyone who's kind of like a half Marvel fan is going to be like, Oh, uh, DC's just copying Marvel with the like the bad guy. It's like no, it's made by yeah, the same I mean, person, and technically, Darkseid came first. You exactly. know, but then they're gonna be like, "Well, shut up, nerd!" And you're like, "Oh, I lost again." <laughs> Damn yeah, nerd! I, I, I'm with you. I think I think it's a waste of a movie. I don't know what you're, but you know what? When you when you look at Batman v Superman, you kind of understand why they're gonna need two movies for Darkseid, because we still got to do Superman coming back to life, right? Which looks like it's going to happen very, very fast. Sure, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Hey, what was uh, – I remember – was this ever confirmed, Andy? Do you remember when I showed you the uh, the no. GIF of the Green Lantern plane flying away? Yeah, I I asked some of my friends, like, you know, what they thought of that theory. And they right. said that apparently that is tradition, that yeah. one plane is supposed to go. I'm like, 
Well, then that's a weird ass tradition because how is that honoring anything? But well, it's it's supposed to represent the idea of hey, look, we're all flying together. And one, one of us fallen man. Yeah. fallen. It doesn't matter. We stay in line and we keep moving. So forward. see, I didn't know that because when I saw that originally, said so to yeah. to kind of preface this for the the people who are listening. Uh, during the Superman funeral, they show the uh, fly overhead with all of the planes, and one of the plane peels off and goes in a different direction, which mm. apparently is custom in these situations. Um, but I remember reading something that was like, oh, that was Hal Jordan's plane. And I just the thought of Hal why Jordan would he go, Why would he go up during the funeral? Well, but I, imagine if Hal Jordan is going to be flying his jet over the funeral for Superman, and then... Right at the end of it, that's when the ring kind of grabs him and pulls him off, and he goes to yeah. the other. You know, he goes. Still wherever. can be really. It would be kind of fucking cool, man. Well, well think about I, this. I, honestly, like that, that. I think that's incredible. Well, here, yeah, I'm with you, but think about this. You don't even have to do like him leaving the line as part of the Green Lantern pulling him away. It could be like him leaving the line and being like, and then grabbed. All right, I'm on my way back. You know, then right. he gets caught up. And he that could explain why he is supposedly not in part one. Because the yes. rumors going around is that he's not going to be in part one. And and then so that that could explain why. Um, but... You know how you do it is at the end of Justice League part one, have the Green Lantern Corps fly in collectively to save the Earth with the Justice League. And it ends like that. And you're like, oh, fuck. And that's how you get the Green Lantern. Just one big punch in the face right at the end. It'd be nuts. Hal's all in like his honor guard stuff. But, 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 but in, on the topic of Jeff Johns, I mean, I'm excited for him to take over. Oh, uh, yeah. That he's, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I don't think Snyder is bad by any means. I think that he is an interesting filmmaker. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he's not a horrible filmmaker. I mean, he's. I mean, look, he is not as mindless as Michael Bay, for example. Yeah, uh, true. And if Michael Bay would ever listen to this, you know, sorry, not sorry. Uh, but the, the, thing, the thing for me if is Michael just, Bay's listening to Earth Prime Weekly, Andy, I mean, actually, I'll take that as a big plus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's totally cool. But he's like, you know, he's like, this random podcaster says that I'm mindless. I'm like, you know, well, I call it like I see it, but. But I, I think that maybe Snyder is to leave. I mean, look, this was a damn, damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of role because he's overseeing all the films, and that's right. I mean that that's a that's, that's a challenging task. I mean, you know, Kevin Feige makes it look easy, but it is not easy at all. And so I, I like I said, I don't want to say you know, yes, Jeff Johns will replace Zack Snyder and you know fix everything, but I do think Zack Snyder <laughs> is you know a solid film director, but maybe he needs some. Maybe someone needs to direct him. Yeah, he needs direction. some wrangling. Well, he can't have as much free range as he has. Um, I think it goes back to what you've been saying all along. Like, go to the source material. You know Jeff Johns is going to do that. You know he's going to represent that. I mean, right. yeah, I do kind of look at Jeff Johns as, you know, this ray of hope, you know, coming in to hopefully save this shit universe that they've kind of put together. I think Wonder Woman's going to fix that, though. I think Suicide Squad is going to be great, <laughs> but I think Wonder Woman's going to be amazing. I really hope so. I'm, like, I'm excited for Wonder Woman. Well, you know, Jeff Johns came out and he was saying that thing about hope and, and like what he wants to change in the comics, bring more hope. And I think he's, you know, it's a lot of people took that as a shot at the movies because of how dark and gritty everything is. But no, man, I think. He is doing some damage control with that because he yeah. talked about that on Seth Meyers. And I, I'd love to get into Rebirth since we're back talking about Johns again. Um, I haven't read it yet. But uh, you yeah, son of a I know, I know, bitch. I know, I know. 
Well, we won't spoil too much, but do you know, do you have the gist of what's going on? Who it's following? A little bit, not about really. the Wally West stuff. It's not much of a spoiler. Yeah, you were. I mean, what, from so, what you were showing me the other night, I, I'm not. We won't. We won't get too much into it. But like, so DC Comics is doing rebirth, and to all of you out there who think that it's a reboot, it is not. It is a yeah. continuation of the current continuity. Yeah. But they're shaking things up a it's little a, bit. It's a re. Birth. The remnants, Ooh. but the remnants of the old universe. No, but I'm, before, I'm, yeah, right. I, I for I people who are angry, right, It's like, right. yeah, it's, it's a rebirth. Well, rebirth like, a re- sounds too much like reboot, unfortunately. Yeah. And Jeff John's like, oh, reboot is a bad yeah. term. If it was up to Jeff John, he'd, he'd go back to the numbers. Yeah, right. But I, I don't necessarily. He was the proponent behind the new fifty-two. I don't think he was. But anyway, the idea that like, okay, we had this new fifty-two universe, and. Now the remnants of the universe prior to that one are kind of coming back and knocking at the door saying, hey, something's not right here and something happened and no one seems to realize it. It, uh, it follows Wally West who is in the Speed Force, trapped in there. And he's moving through and he mentions seeing uh, – and this was – Andy, you love this, man, because he talks about seeing Green Arrow and Black Canary. Uh, they're oh, working yes, together. Yes, I, I love that. Yes, and they and – they, um, they kind of lock eyes and, and Wally West narrates and he's like, they don't know what it is. They, they feel like a piece of them is missing. And when they see each other, they're confused and they, they don't know why they feel a certain way about each other. And again, they're not – Talk about like their kid or something? No, no, no. Oh. This is Green Arrow, Black, Cana- Black Canary and they both are not dating. They're not in love. They're not really that close. Oh. But he's saying like, I see things. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He's so uh, – Wally West is saying like, these two used to be married and in love, and now they look at each other as strangers. And they both there's like a shot of them both up at night because they can't sleep yeah. because this piece of their soul is missing. Yeah. And he talks about like something happened, and they make it out. You you think the new fifty two happened because of the flashpoint paradox, right? Mm. It's not. And that's what he's kind of hinting at, and the whole thing about we're being watched by someone that someone didn't necessarily redo time. But they literally took ten years off yeah, to told, depower them. Yeah, I told you it's like a real introspective story on what DC Comics did with the New Fifty Two. When right. you kind of think about yeah. it, it's really cool. I hated the haters of the New Fifty Two. I mean, dude, it's <laughs> fucking comics that nobody like. I was gonna say this earlier when we were talking about the Captain America thing and Steve Rogers, Hail Hydra, all that shit. It's like, dude, <laughs> more people are, more <laughs> yeah, people, right. <laughs> more people are gonna read that headline than are gonna read that actual comic. Oh, Shut the yeah. fuck up. Stop bitching. You know what I mean, Andy? What did you think but, of Birth? I, I, I was really moved by it, and you know, look, I've fallen behind in comics in the past. One year and a half and so it happens. Yeah, yeah, but Rebirth has me really back on. I mean, look, I'm. And I'm that's not, exactly I'm, what these are meant for. Yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna you know admit that I am a little hesitant to brief to Wally was coming back because I'm I I I just don't want it to to be as a way because look a lot of people had issues with Wally being turned African American in the new movie too. Right, I didn't right. because I thought that was a creative a strong creative choice because oh, I was a big fan. I mean, let's I think accept it's lazy. No, I don't think it's lazy because let's I do. Be, I think it's lazy. You're, you know you're what's just lazy though. You know what's lazy though is that having an entire Flash family that is almost one hundred percent white. Well, yeah, I mean that's a, that's a good point. You know, unless they're two white people who started the family, so their kids would be white. No, but it, they're not. You know, it's, you know what's not? You know what's not lazy? What? Who? The, in the comics, the whole West family—they're now African American. Now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But beforehand, they weren't, so it made sense. 
it's here's what's lazy. What's lazy is not creating a new black character and just being like, well, we'll just give you guys one of the old ones. That's how I see it. I think it's lazy. I think it's lazy liberalism. Sorry. Either way, I just the one <laughs> yeah. Thing, we're not gonna get too political. Yeah. Here, the, no. the, 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 anyway, the, 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 the one thing I just hope that doesn't happen is that look, I will say that Wally's narration in this book got to me. I mean, I was really moved by it because because I you know I I haven't read a lot of preview to Wally West. I mean, I read a little bit and so on, but kind of getting re reattached to that character and so on again, and the fact that he really acknowledged and valued what this Wally West is now up to and that his adventure is just beginning. Right. That was like that's why I'm like, okay, maybe it's not gonna be like I imagined and so on. And you know, and Brett Booth who's doing T you know T Titans Rebirth and he's a good friend of mine. I'm you know, I'm definitely stoked to see his artwork on all of this and whatnot. So Brett Booth kicks ass man. Oh he's I mean Brett Booth is amazing. I mean if if, if, if listeners if you're not following him, you need to follow him at Demon Puppy and uh, I, I don't know why. It, it's a cool it's a cool hand. Yeah, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a really it's a really cool hand. I just wonder how he came up with it. But um <laughs> I am just hoping that whatever happens, it doesn't make this, you know, you know, look, African-American Wally West is still the real Wally West. The pre-52 uh, pre Wally West is the real Wally West. I just want to make sure there is equality in how these 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 Wallys are now being perceived, that they both get equal amount of focus and that they're just as big and valuable as each other and... But overall, I'm really excited to see what they're going to be doing. I mean, I was just confused a little bit by the ending. Uh, so, you know who, oh, the ending. And I, I know, Danny, and you already know this. Um, do you do you know who it is? Who's who's the man behind changing time and the man behind the flashpoint? Danny's actually going to take the headphones off. So it, it's, it's, it's like, what the fuck? It's in the car. Jesus. <laughs> well, read it before the podcast. Do your homework, dickhead. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, Andy. is it, it it's a Watchman, right? It is, yes, but it's one in particular. Which one was it? I, I, I... go look at go look at the cover of the book one more time and look at the hand that's reaching out towards Superman, oh. and you'll kind of figure it out. But um, is it who we talked about before? Yes, it is. Oh, Danny knows. He puts the headphones back. So it's Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> shit. He put the headphones. Is it? It is. So Doctor Manhattan is actually the man behind everything. So when they say, you know, we're being watched, someone was paying attention to us and someone turned back time. Oh, I get it now because watch, watch, man. <laughs> that, yes, exactly. When Wally says, I believe we're being watched. And then I get up and take my pants off and run around the neighborhood because oh. it's amazing. That's the only way I can express I my mean, fight. are you going to fight? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be uh, an enemy thing or if it's going to be a good bad guy thing, whatever. Um, but uh, we just know that they are now a part of the universe and the Watchmen fucking rule. So, yeah. uh, and I like the idea that, of course, of course, Dr. Manhattan would eventually find this universe. He, he is aware of time itself. He stands at one. I mean, time is a flat circle. He exists everywhere at every time at every moment. Does that mean they're bringing back Rorschach, though? I think so. Why not? Because he's, he's dead. Well, and maybe, and maybe they don't. I, yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. But the idea that, of course, Doctor Manhattan's going to hear a knock on the other side of the universe, and he's going to want to check it out. And let's be honest, he's the most powerful DC Comics character ever. Mm -hmm. He can do anything, so yeah. it, it makes sense that he'd be behind all of this. And and Danny, I mean, 
Yes, this is spoilers. Yes, you know, and you know about this only because of those fucking spoilers that came out on Reddit before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this all came out on Reddit because of some asshole who leaked everything. And the idea was there was an embargo for certain uh, publications to not post this. And I think it was Bleeding Cool who uh, actually took it and put it on their site because they're like, well, we're not under the embargo so we can show this. But by them doing that, they apparently broke the embargo with everyone else. Yeah. So everyone else was able to publish it. So all these spoilers came out in for the DC Rebirth. And I don't know, to whoever did it, I say, fuck you. Yeah, but that's kind of your guys' fault and my fault too. Wait, Why? what? For reading them? Well, because we're part of the media. I, I didn't. I didn't read it. I didn't read. I didn't, no, no, I mean, no. I, I hide. I hide. I was like, go away. I don't. <laughs> yeah. If I don't want to see this, I'm dude, not, I didn't tweet. I didn't yeah. post. I we haven't no, podcasted. I mean, right, although, so, um, although, Mike, you're you're working so much. I mean, like, how often do you actually tweet these? Days? I'm just gonna delete the fucking Twitter account at this point. No, but what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is not necessarily you two, but what you guys do, what we do. Is what makes a demand for people to leak shit. Yeah, but but we're again we're not here to ruin anything. For, I, I get it. We're so I'm we're not, we're not helping. You. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't help. But you know what? If we're gonna be the good podcasts, then then we will be. We're the we're the Justice League of podcasts. I don't think it's bad that somebody <laughs> leaked it. I think DC should not let their shit get leaked. I mean, but it's I mean it's it's not as easy as, as it as it looks. Not. Of course not. No, it, it, but then. <sighs> You, yeah. Look, then don't bitch about it. Not you guys, but I'm saying with DC, then don't bitch about when it happens. You know, if you're not going to go to the length, you know, extreme lengths to cover it and make sure it doesn't get out, and when it does, then oh well. Yeah, we well, you know, know what it is. They wanted to, they wanted to promote it. Yeah, really big, because this is a big thing for the DC universe, especially with the movies going and how they are and all that stuff. Um, they want to get it. They want to get it into everyone's hands that they possibly can. All the news places, everything. I mean, uh, Jeff Johns was on Seth Meyers the other night. Mm-hmm. So that was a, how to, amazing was it, by the way? That it was big, great. Yeah, it was a fun. big a big comic book person is now being featured on talk shows. I mean, that that doesn't happen often. No, I don't. Has that ever happened? I don't well, know. He's not just a comic book writer anymore. Well, and exactly. But the fact that he, but he wasn't on there slinging movies or slinging TV shows. He was up there. Yeah, talking about the Seth comics. Myers had the comic on his fucking desk. Yeah. And Jeff Johns is sitting there talking about it. And I'm just like, this is where we're at and now. Seth is a comic fan, so that you know, we're spoiled, guys. We really are. If you think about us as comic fans, like this was ne- this would have never happened in the in the seventies, eighties, or nineties, no, 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 no. early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, they. That's not true. Do you remember when like Wizard was huge and Jim Lee was huge? But they were never on late night TV on major I, networks. I don't think you know that for a fact. So why would you just yell that out? Because <laughs> I'm pretty positive. But I, anyway. I don't think you're wrong. I think there have been comic book writers on late night television shows before. Look it up and prove me wrong, motherfucker. I will. All right. I only have to find one because you said there's never been any. But so. anyway, it's just it's just awesome that this is actually happening. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think uh, DC Rebirth issue one was a major success, and I, uh, I mean, I'm there's so many books I'm excited for. I'm excited for um, Greener Rebirth, Flash Rebirth, uh, Bird Black um, uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. And uh, I'm excited for, uh, let's see what else. Um, I mean, All-Star Batman is going to be Scott Snyder's continued run, which is kind of cool because the, the Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Batman run was fantastic. I'm gonna Greg Capullo, I won't be going with him, unfortunately, but it's I'm, I'm going to get the Titans Rebirth. I'm probably going to yes. give Supergirl a try. Uh, I'm going to get Justice League and Justice League of America, which I think is going to be JSA, but I, you know, who knows? 
it, it wouldn't right. surprise me. I mean, that's when you guys brought up JS just really quick. Just my last thing. When you guys brought up JSA, we were talking about the uh, Legends of Tomorrow finale. It's like, well, yeah, no shit, Jeff Johns. You know, Jeff Johns loves the JSA. He wrote JSA for a while. I mean, right. It's kind of you know, Jeff Johns is such a uh, a fanboy. His you know, and loves the old stuff so much. It's like he gets the bad rap of. Like, you know, creating the whitening all the time, bringing mm-hmm. back all the white guys, you know. Sure. But it's not even that. He's just bringing back the classic guys he loves. It just happened to be white, you know. So. Right. But anyways. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I hope it's Jay saying because, I mean, it's just one thing. Why would he call it just, just League of America if it's going to be Justice Side of America? I mean, you know, maybe they will reveal it. It's a different title. I'm uh, a fan of just Justice League. No America because they're, they're everyone's Justice League. I like globalization. Yeah, I'm with you. Just the universe. Exactly, so man. I'm not a citizen of the United yeah. States, but a it citizen is, of the Earth. It is, a, it is a vast universe with so much to take in, guys. We've got TV shows. We've got comics. We've got movies. And, and we awesome. got Arrow. And <laughs> no, no, that's evil. No. I, I, look, here's the thing. I, I, I'm hoping that, the, that we get something amazing in Season 5. I mean, look, Arrow's coming up on its 100th episode. And I think, you know, Flashpoint, like I said, even if it doesn't change a lot... I think something is going to have to be changed within the history of all these shows. And hopefully it's it's going to happen. And, like, hopefully, you know, season five, by next, you know, next year, you know, back in, the, you know, this month, if we chat about this again, so hopefully we'll all be going, oh, my God, how amazing was Arrow this season? Oh, I wish. I really, I really hope that's the case. I really do. Yeah. I hope they get back on the level with The Flash and Supergirl, and everything else, and we can all just be happy and enjoy the greatest comic book TV shows ever. Yeah, yeah. and Love because there, there's, there's just so much good they could do, and I know, I mean, look, it's, I, I'm not going to say that, you know, they, you know, they did it to themselves. I think they're in a tricky situation, and, you know, people that want, you know, always wonder, like, you know, well, why do you always crap on Aaron and so on? Like, you know, you know like, why do you hate it so much? It's like, I don't want to hate it. I want to love it again. And I'm hope, and that's why I'm that's why I'm gonna keep watching. I'm still gonna keep I'm still gonna review it, and, and we'll keep gonna... bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean hope I mean hopefully we won't have to do that because it would be nicer to be able to say, hey, that was a, a pretty ep- epic season. That was a really fun season. The flashback, oh my god, the flashback this season, by the way, in season four, were atrocious. It was, <laughs> oh god. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean next, I want season five to be great, but you know overall. I think we're going to see a strong year coming up for DC in everything. T- TV, movie, comics, video game. I mean, I want some more Rock City DC games. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, me uh, I mean, look, a Flash game from Rock City, like they <sighs> did at Arkham. Home, I mean, take all my money and just load up that nerdgasm <laughs> because I am I'm there. I'm there. I will buy. I will buy a PS4. If they do Flash uh, from um, Rocksteady, because imagine the super speed that they could do. Uh, that'd be incredible. Uh, well, Andy, dude, I want to thank you again for being on the show again. And uh, we got like you. this, is like this, is like twice in two months, dude. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> listen, I, I will point out that I kind of invited myself because I was like, my, they, did, they, did, they did Flashpoint. Well, we need to talk. I thought about that, and like as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh my god, that'd be freaking perfect. And I, I was sitting here with my roommate, and I'm like, dude, Andy's gonna be on the show, and he's like, oh, you should totally fucking do that. That would be awesome. So yeah, man, thank I, you oh, for coming I, wait, on. Wait, does it? Wait, how does your roommate? Oh wait, he's is that the roommate that I talked to once? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my buddy Burnsy. 
Okay. Yeah, no, but no, thank you so much for having me on. It was a blast. Absolutely, man. It was my absolute pl- uh, pleasure. I had I had a blast talking to you. We always have some great uh, great DC Comics talks, man. It's always good yeah. to catch up. Thanks again, man. People are going to wonder, like, is he not a Marvel fan? I'm like, you know, I, good, guys, I run the Marvel board. Trust me, I'm a Marvel fan. It's just that, I mean, I just... Yeah, exactly. I, 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 dig, I dig myself a hole, didn't I? You're a classic car kind of guy. <laughs> exactly. Well, Andy, <laughs> dude... Run down. So you, you mentioned Marvel Report, man. Run down your plugs, dude. Yeah, no. I, people can find me on Twitter and Instagram on Andy Babak, which is spelled B E H B A K H T, and they can find me on the Flash Podcast, which will be celebrating its 100th episode next week. So that's kind of that's kind of crazy. Uh, they can find it on theflashpodcast.com. And they can also find me um, running the Mall Report on themallreport.com with uh, my phenomenal co-host Lauren Galloway. And they can find it on Facebook and Twitter and so on under the Mall Report. And yeah, I work for Heroic Hollywood as a TV editor and I work as a staff writer at TV Over Mind. And yeah, I think, and also, um, I also want to make, mention that uh, in on Saturday, June 11th, uh, which is uh, the second week in June, the, the entire DC TV podcast network will be hosting uh, its second charity event. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah, no, we're gonna, I'm really excited about it because last year we did uh, a marathon for eight hours uh, on, a, on a Saturday back in May, and we, we, we went tw- twice beyond our goal. Uh, so we're going to be teaming up all six podcasts again for an eight-hour mar- marathon. So uh, if, people just, if people would just go ahead and follow DC TV podcast on Twitter and like it on Facebook.com slash DC podcast, and stay tuned on the website dcpodcast.com for information because we're going to announce it next week what charity it is and when people can expect it i mean what what time they can expect it that on june 11th so um uh, yes yeah, look it out for that and i guess that's all my 600 plugs <laughs> well no you hear you heard it there man the man who does a podcast about superheroes and does a charity event to try and be like the superheroes that we all rave on about danny i know you got a couple plugs I have no plugs. You got you got a comedy show Tuesday night. Yeah, when's this coming out? That's a good point. I might have to wait. It might not be out until then. Yeah, but anyway, you guys it. need to start checking out Danny. <laughs> he yes. does comedy around Chicago. No, don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Oh, look at how embarrassed he is. It's cute. Well, fine. I guess we'll go ahead and do the Earth Prime weekly plugs. As always, folks, follow us on the tweets at Earth Prime, WKLY. Follow us at Earth Prime Weekly on Facebook. You can check us out on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also check us out on Stitcher and at our website, earthprimeweekly.libson.com. I've been your host for the night, Mike Helping. And I'm Dan Helping. And I'm Andy B. We'll catch you folks next week, same time, only on Earth Prime. <laughs>